sometimes I think you would need to be able to see my heart. Maybe I should even be more descriptive. But to make better and fuller, have a fuller understanding of what I'm trying to say. I would like to think that God is always dealing with me, talking with me, showing me, leading me. So when I say that God has hyphen something in my life, doesn't mean that I was weighed in any form, it's just a deeper, richer, fuller desire, hunger, that I have in God takes that and impresses and deals with it. Sunday, when I was speaking and dealing with certain things, it actually brought a thought to my mind that I'm going to deal with. If you want to turn in your Bible, it's not necessary, because I will give you a reading. But it's in the book of Daniel, chapter 10, and verse 7, where the prophet said, And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. Think about it. This man writing by the Holy Spirit. Now, if you're wondering what he saw, he saw the post-incarnate Christ. But the reading continues, for the men that were with me saw not the vision. But a great curtain fell upon them, and they fled to hide themselves. What a different experience. What a different comprehension of the event that's taking place. Daniel was not the only man there. He was not the only person You and I, when we come together in the church, especially when we're outside, there's others around us that are us, but not everyone has taken church. Not everyone is having the same experience. Some in the church, if we're seeing, we're seeing with Peter, in the eyes and the hands are raised, there is some kind of an effectiveness by what is taking place in the service in the personal world. But you can look up at a neighbor beside him, in front of them or behind them. They may not be seen. There may be no emotion. They will be nothing. As I'm seeking to draw nearer to God, Everything that I read just like reading this, I pour my desire out to God. And if anyone is going to see anything, let it be me. If anyone is going to hear anything, let it be everybody. But not to the exclusion of me. I want to see it. I want to hear it. I want everything that is in that experience of that thing that God is doing. You know what? We talk about, we preach about the Holy Spirit. But how shallow is our faith? Thank you. How shallow 
something emotional. That is something else that we have associated with the moving of the Holy Spirit. You don't have to agree with me. I'm not saying this is doctrine. Jesus Christ is always the same. But I think in a lot of ways, what we're trying to do is to recreate the past. We remember what at one time it was. And I tell you this, God never stops increasing. His work, His vision, maybe it's time. And that of our faith was all God. Contend for that faith. But maybe it's more of a time for us that our world gets shook. That we get stubborn. Now, I get myself in trouble when I quote this verse of Scripture. But it is Scripture. Where the prophet said, I will come to dream. Right? I will come to dreams and visions. That is something to be that God has. You say the same. One of the great messages Brother Clinton has preached all of those years ago was entitled, Behold the Dream of Christ. Do you remember that? When Joseph told his brethren, I have a dream. You know the story, so I'm not tempted, except the thing. So when they saw him coming, they said, Behold, that dream of God. And I believe that God has a people that he can talk to, that he can show them. Not everybody is going to see it. Not everyone is going to know it or understand it. There's one thing that will happen. That's why you and I need to get so close to God. There is one thing that will happen. They may not see what we see, but they will be stirred to the depth of their being if it causes them to do nothing else but to dream. Let's go. Somewhere, you know why? Because that which the Holy Spirit does is testifying of Jesus Christ. And not everybody can identify with that. We know Christ by name, by particular works, as being the Son of God, but they're so far removed that they cannot identify with Christ. Hello? I am that man. And I'm praying that God would make every one of us that people that has that kind of a desire, that kind of a hunger. You can't have it playing church. You can't have it going through the doors. You're going to have to study the Word of God. That's where the Holy Spirit is going to reveal Christ to you. You may have a photo study. Remember, I know a man that does. Darren Bailey. He's perfectly, practically got a photo study. Man, I don't care what you can 
things. What you can cook. Who do you know? Do you know this Jesus? Is it your relationship with him such as when the Spirit of God wants to reveal him? Death of Christ. The riches of Christ. Are we in a place and in a position to regard the Holy Ghost? What happened to Daniel was the working of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, He will testify to you, He will reveal you. Every one of us, every one of us, need a fresh revelation of the person of Jesus. If you're not going to get it, watch yourself in the grandmother used to preach. She said, There may not be anything wrong with you more than that Bible, but you're not going to get the revelation of God as Hello? We may do a lot of things that we do not consider to be a major sin. I don't believe in an ice cream one. I want to tell you because of what I want. But that's not where you're going to get the revelation that I speak of from the Holy Spirit. Close the door. Shut everything out. Get in that closet of prayer. Right? When you get in that closet of prayer, I had a man call me Monday. Not long after he got taken to the motel. And I made the mistake of asking him what was in the motel. About 22 minutes later, he took a breath. He said, I want to tell you a story. And I had to go to Daniel. It was actually Tuesday. And he called me back. We're going to call him. He's arrested. But he said, the strangest thing. He said, something said to me, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, even his mother and dad was sick. He didn't want to lose it. He couldn't get away from it. He thought, maybe I'm just some kind of a wild terror, and I'm paraphrasing this scripture. But he said, a preacher comes to preach for me. said, he told me all those were babies. He said, I began praying. God was going to move me out of that church. He said, I just can't see God with all of my life. Six months passed. A year passed. Can I cut the story down as short as I But one day, after all this time, there was someone else had contacted me and told him the same thing that God had spoken to him and that preacher told him. But that guy, when he told him, he said, now's the time. Now's the time. I believe God has a lot of promises that he would fulfill. But we that are anxious to do what God wants us to do, we have a tendency to get ahead of it. I do not want to be ahead of God. I personally do not want to be behind God. 
if you will remember this reading, that Daniel alone saw I'm excited, I really am. I see the sorrows and troubles, everything that is falling apart. But I'm praying. I know that that's not Jesus. I know that's not the work of God. I know that God is in what's happening because God is master of God. But it's not the will of God. People are dying and going to hell by multitude. But he said, I am not willing that any man perish. I can see what's going on, but I know it's not the will of God. But there is a will of God. We're kind of like Jonah. You have a little thing here. Brother Lewis, put you on that preparation of God. One thing that God prepared you to do. Now, I'm glad that God prepared the one. Get rid of the door that God prepared the door. Are you listening? We sit around with a board over our head, unbelieving. When the king called everything from the dogs to the queen to prayer, fasting, and God turned it, punishment. And he said, I need to come with this all the we serve a great God. God is doing great and mighty things. Jesus himself said, speaking of the Spirit of God in John 16, 14, He shall glorify me. For he shall receive of mine and show unto me. That's not a new work of the Holy Spirit. There's always been the office of that character. He shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. Why do you care if you're by yourself and nobody else is involved as long as God loves you and as long as God shows you and as long as you're a part of what God is doing? Try to bring the others in. Pray for him, try to bring him in, but don't let him bring him on your prayer. Okay. At this altar, we rode by a neighborhood the other day. I came back to my wife. Nothing changed. But in that neighborhood was a man that used to go to church. Not away from God's church. But everybody had gone home. That's it. Not one man I'm talking about. And a friend of his stayed with him in the altar on a Sunday night to pray for him. Seeking baptism. That friend of that man called me. Oh, uh, probably maybe a talk or so. Would you come down and help me pray for this brother? He says he's not going to leave until he gets the baptism. So that's what it is. I come down. After that, we called several others to come and help us pray. That man knelt right there that night. I don't know how many hours, I don't remember what time we left, but God still, he was a businessman. 
talking to me as well as you. And I'm not going to get what God has given me that vision and that revelation of for the 15 minutes. Neither are you. The one that's going to receive is the one that will not leave until. And all the rest of us will please to have And the man which the journey with him stood speechless, hearing the voice, but seeing no more. And saw the rolling from the earth, and when his eyes were open, he saw no more. They led him by the hand and brought him out of the city. In this case, they probably didn't see a man because there was a physical blindness. The light came in his eyes. Right. Sometimes it may be the family, your co-worker, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife. They may not see it. Hopefully, the reason to pray with Paul. Anoint my eyes. I want my eyes with eyesight. That anointing is the Holy Spirit. Ask you, how does God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost? We have got to stir ourselves. We must wake up. We must read and study and search and read and rejoice over the Word of God that is filling our lives. We must fast. Jesus said, as long as that God is here, speaking of himself, as long as that God is here, my disciples will have fasted. But when I go away, my disciples may fast. They will. They will fast. Hello? They absolutely will fast. We know the scripture well. We've heard it all of our lives. Some things come out only but by praying. By fasting. What needs to come out of us is S E L T. We are so full of carnalities. I said this. After that, that couple of weeks ago, in preaching on the Holy Spirit, you take a jar, put a lid, an empty jar, put a lid on it, try to fill it up. It won't work. We've got to open up. We've got to take the lid off. We must humble ourselves and pray. We must fast. We must call upon the name of the Lord. We must lose ourselves. And find it in this place. I believe 
this decision to call justice so no one else has done. I think that's very important. It's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. It's a good thing. No one else has done it. And they did. I think this is about this. I think it's very important. I'm crying out for you all. It is all experience the fullness of God. By the working of the Holy Spirit. But if no one else does, man may come out of the appearance and you look at the heart. Wherever and whatever else anybody else can see, I want you to see my heart. I want you to see that the heart comes in. I want you to see that the heart goes out there. Daniel 10, verse 8. Therefore, we have to do it in verse 7. Therefore, I was left alone. I was left alone. But being left alone, he said, and saw this great truth, there remained no more strength in me, and my courage was turned into death. And I received no one. The being in the presence of God is that we've never experienced before. He said, I was left alone. I don't know if you realize it or not. Not even a wonderful and a marvelous experience. How would you like to be where there's no one but you and God? Nothing wrong with that. It's kind of a different I believe that when Abraham left Earth and Calvary, when he lived for his family, I believe that's when he was alone with him. When we know how God works for us. A lot of people have a struggle. Abraham had many struggles. He was going where God was taking him, but he made many stops along the way. All of them in the world. But he knew when to go, and he was there. He knew when it was time to stay, go. He knew when it was time to protect his life from those fornicators, go. Right? Abraham, where are you going? I do not have a father. But Abraham, you're an old man. You can do your best. Somebody may think that you're too old. Hello? Sitting right over there in that chair, when, when Joyce and Big Tickets were alive. I think on Joshua, Jim Caleb is the oldest. God wanted me to do something in Mexico. But he said, people my age don't go to Mexico. I was reminded of Bill Lovett when he was there. How many of you ever go to Mexico? You ever met anybody just like him? 
say God has called him to the conqueror. When you went to the assembly of God, you know, to get everything, they told him, said, Brother Logan, we don't need you right now. The conqueror, I don't want to use that to be used over here. I think that that's what they're going to call you. Does it really mean that it's true? I thought we were going to call you. But that's what it would mean to you. And they told him, when they kind of got there, because he was serious, they said, well, that's what we're going to say good morning. He goes out to him, and he said, I'm just in his story and his purpose. And when he walked out, he got that plane ticket. He went where they told him to go. He bought another ticket for Congress. He said, I went where you told me to go. To now send my money to Congress because I'm going to go where God told me to go. I thank God for many of the testimonies I've heard. They always come back to help me that someone will stand alone and do what it is God told you to do. It didn't matter what all of the other things that you have to go through. I've had enough conversations with Brother Richard to know that he can. I'm standing here with you. I'm grateful. When Moses Look at the backside of the picture, the picture. He was alone. But he was alone because I was coming to have to take the truth off with you. You're on home. You just came to the house. Jeremiah is one of the greatest examples of a man put out of everything. But God never answered. God never answered. The apostle John was banished to the island of Patmos. Through the word of God and the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ, he was a godly Christian for standing and doing what he was told them to do. But he wasn't alone. be the only one here in your position. And I never leave you. I want you to be here. I want you to see my desire for you. Scripture says if you compare yourself with yourself, you'll be I don't want us to compare ourselves with ourselves or with anyone else. Or with any other church. I want us to pursue and seek and draw nigh to God until it's not us, it's not like it's just someone else, it's not like another church. But that God is in this church, and that is the full measure and the full extent of our God. Would you stand with me?